All right. Uh, we did not plan to record tonight, but we're going to have an episode out tomorrow before game three. But that's not what's important here. We're going to use this time here to not talk about sports because what we're going to talk about here is bigger than sports. Now, Ty and I, we love sports. It's our passion. But what we're going to talk about here is bigger. And I understand that some of you are not going to be happy with this. We're going to get probably some hate for this. Because, well, some people, they just don't understand and are uneducated. But what we're going to be talking about here today is the whole Black Lives Matter movement and more particularly with the NBA, but this goes for all sports. And we're going to use our platform here to talk about this because these are issues that matter and once again are bigger than sports. So the NBA has can't pretty much postpone or even say canceled their their playoff games today. It started with the Milwaukee Bucks. They boycotted and the rest of the teams followed suit. And we also had these rumors that the Toronto Raptors and the Boston Celtics would be boycotting too. And that's that's totally understandable. And I get I get what you're what some of you guys are gonna say. Sports, we use sports to escape from the injustices and all the hardships and all the pain from this world. I get that. But what the players have decided is to take action. And you know, all about the whole Jacob Blake situation. Situation: Shot in the back seven times in and around his car in front of his children by cops. And the NBA, starting with the Bucks, decided to boycott their games today. And there was a player meeting between with the NBA players. Hold on. And uh, by the way, this is going to be unedited and all that. So no editing and no post-production. Now, the Lakers and Clippers have voted to boycott the entire season. Most other teams voted to continue, and LeBron James himself has exited the meeting. Honestly, they should just, they could just cancel sports. I wouldn't be surprised if they do, and I wouldn't mind if they do. What's going on in the world right now is much bigger than sports. And I know what some of you are all going to say, but all lives matter. Not just black lives. You're not getting it. You're not getting it. Black, black, black people have been victims of racial injustice for years, for centuries. You got the whole slavery thing, lynching, and of course, being killed by cops, which has been going on to this day. It's, it's frustrating just to see how much racism exists in in our society, even in the year 2020. And 
we have tried we have tried to put an end to it but slowly but not not much has been done well well the nba players and even some mlb teams and some mls players they boycotted their games they're most pretty famous athletes and they're using their platform to uh, spread awareness, share, spread the message of why racial of racial injustice is towards black people, and you're all. Some of you are going to be upset with this, and I know that. I know that, but this is more important than a basketball game or a baseball game or a hockey game. Speaking of hockey. The NHL did a horrible job, just a horrible job, uh, handling this. So they should should have boycotted their games, to be honest. Cali Hurudi on the panel, he said that they shouldn't even be playing. Even Christine Simpson felt sick to her stomach. She said that they're even playing right now. The Bruins and Lightning game continued. I don't even care who won or not. And they had like a – it was not even a minute of silence. It was just like what? 10 seconds. That's it. And then Thomas Trance tweeted that in the Western bubble in Edmonton, what did they do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So hockey culture again. The NHL takes, takes an L. I love hockey, but the NHL, they just handle this poorly. They handle these issues poorly. Like, sure, there are players like Matt Dumba who raised his fist in the air and gave that very moving speech. But the rest of the players, what do they do? Not much. What does the league do? Sure, they put out the we we skate against racism thing or whatever, or hockey is for everyone or whatever whatever it is. But do they take action? No. And on mad respect to the NBA, mad respect to the Milwaukee Bucks, even though I am a Toronto Raptors fan, and all the other t- teams that have voted to or pretty much decided not to play today because this is important. Like, black people are being, like, they're not even, okay, imagine walking around the streets and living in fear because the cops uh, might shoot you or something like you're out on a drive. You fear you're gonna you fear that the cops shoot you. Just imagine that. Oh, well, I'm not gonna pretend I know what it's like, but just just imagining it is just it's just heartbreaking. And Jacob Blake killed him almost he survived, but shot in front of his children. It's it's very heartbreaking. Like I know there's this whole like he had troubles with the law and all that, but that's not the point. It's is awful and Chase Claypool his dad texted him Chase please don't drive fast you'll get pulled over the cops and then they might kill you the world we live in today it's it's awful like you shouldn't be judged or be killed because of the color of your skin you I mean we're all human here we're all one species and we live on the same planet. 
and whether you believe in like religion or whatever your political views are it's we should all agree that no one should be discriminated because of their because of what they look like because that's not what separates us from being human and I'm bringing Ty here to say, because he wants to say a few words. Ty, take it away. Um, so I'd say this is, it's hard of somebody from white, uh, of white privilege, um, if you're just explaining something that has not researched um, what the amounts of racism pretty much everywhere in the world, I would say. Um, people still go through and that um, one of the main things obviously you hear a lot is uh, that there's no racism in Canada and uh, that because I'm Canadian you know stick my nose out of all the problems in the US and uh, I'm sorry I, I can't do that and um, the, the big thing obviously is like um, again as, as somebody of white privileged I have not ever experienced it and I will never experience this. And I cannot speak for anybody um, that is of color or minority um, that, that experiences racism on a, on, it could be a daily basis for a lot of people. Uh, most people in the US right now, uh, what it's like waking up uh, or you know going to a grocery store and not knowing uh, if you're gonna make a home, like that's, that's fucking scary. And I'm sorry about my language, but I'm gonna say it. Um, because like, you know, I, I feel like I have a duty as somebody that even if I'm just talking and, and, and maybe if it's making no difference at all, I'm trying to do my part in, in pushing for a better future because I really, I really hate that we live in a society where, where we're almost defined by our own skin color and, and, and you know, opportunities for jobs or, you know, how we're treated. Um, and I'm, I'm going to bring this up, you know, if, um, if Jacob, uh, Blake is, is white, is he shot? I'm going to say, no, I don't think he is. And, and that's bullshit. Um, that's not the society I want to live in. That's not the society anybody wants to live in. Um, uh, I'm going to go back a little bit in, in a sense, you know, regarding more of the, the athletes. Um, so I, I don't know if many people know um, Craig Hodges. Um, he was a point guard for uh, the Bulls when they won, uh, when they won, um, when they won the NBA championship in, in the early nineties. Um, so he was one of the first people that actually spoke out um, against, you know, against racism in, in basketball. Um, he, he wrote a letter to, I think it was George Bush at the time, um, when the team went to the white house and he said, you know, you're not, um, you know, I, I can't, I can't support a white house and, and go anywhere if I feel like racism is not being dealt with appropriately. Um, shortly after he's cut from the team, never played in the NBA again. Um, and, and you know, how many athletes, again, were, were scared to obviously speak because of that happening and, and worried about your job. Um, that shouldn't happen. And then you go, you know, farther down the line, obviously. Um, I think the Rams did something before one of their games before. 
uh, I think it was with Trayvon Martin when, when that happened. And again, like, these are small things, um, but, but the power that athletes have, and I know maybe I'm not speaking straight here and I'm going all over the place. I'm just trying to get as many words out as I can uh, regarding the topic. Um, that, sorry, I'm trying to get the words right. <laughs> um, and then we go farther down the line, uh, obviously with Kaepernick, um, with Kaepernick taking a knee, um, the power that that has, um, the divide that the uh, I, I don't know, I won't make it political because I know you don't like that. Um, the divide in the U.S. Um, regarding the kneeing um, that was obviously caused and, and to this day still exists. Um, I think you know, more regarding why the NBA should be canceled in the NHL and people, you know, sports are an escape from reality. Um, it doesn't matter anything that everybody will come together for sports, right? But again, if we live in a society where outside of sports, we are going to criticize people for their skin color, um, criticize people for their gender, anything, why should, be, why should we be rewarded with that escape? You know, we should be shining our own eyes to the problems at hand. And it's hard for a lot of people to realize that. Um, that's why the NBA is, is postponing it. It's not because, it's not because of, of anything. They're, they're postponing it because they have a platform where they can make a change. And it's obvious, obviously, they have to, they have to do something, otherwise nothing will change. And look at how much was put together with the Black Lives Matter movement. And then we go and have an incident like this, and it's like, well, nothing changed. And how much effort went into that? And, and, I th and you know, Pete Carroll said this again, was um, these, these, these uh, movements, these protests or marches, uh, they're just a piece of the puzzle. And until that problem is gone, um, that march will continue. And I'm going to be, I, I'm personally going to be part of, part of it. Um, I don't want to live in a society. I don't want anybody I, I know to live in a society where we're divided based on our skin color and it doesn't matter. I just want equality in every aspect. Um, sorry if I'm a bit over the place, but it's, I don't know, like if somebody, I really push hard for equality and again, it, it hurts to see stuff like this happen because this is, this is 2020. Um, we shouldn't live in a society where we're divided. Um, you know, and we're in a pandemic, like we need to come together and, and, and push for a better, better world in, in every aspect. And that's just about all I got to say. I could say more, but I just can't get the words for it. Should also note the day we're recording this four years ago today, Colin Kaepernick took the knee. And before you all say, stick to sports, sports and politics don't mix, that's bullshit. You know why? We got the anthems playing before every game or match. We got military appreciation nights and like special military jerseys you can buy at the Canucks team store. It, see, sports and politics have always mixed. Like look at Scotland, the old firm, biggest soccer rivalry. 
Celtic, the Catholic supporters, Rangers, the Protestant supporters. And I'm not going to get into the whole history there because it's that's very complicated. Like, seriously, it's it just it's just heartbreaking to see racism still at like at a really high level here in 2020. And you're right, Ty. If Jacob Blake was was white, would have he been shot seven times in the back? Nope. If George Floyd was white, would the would the cop have knelt on him? I don't think so. If if Breonna Taylor was white, would they have shot her? I don't think so. Oh, and by the way, I don't think all the cops. Last I checked, all the cops who killed Breonna Taylor still haven't been arrested. So, what the hell? And what you people like using social media and all that, educate yourself, sign petitions, retweet stuff about this issue, tweet your thoughts, anything, anything helps. Like, no, it's not going to end racism right away, but it's calling others to help so we can all come together and help end this issue. That's how you create change here. And I applaud, once again, I applaud the NBA for doing this. It's just, it's just heartbreaking. And it's like race, like Ty, you said, like there are people who think racism doesn't exist in Canada. No, indigenous people still being discriminated today. And here in Vancouver, it's happened. If you look at the news the last few weeks, a lot of Asian hate crimes, including including one against a Filipino woman not too far from where I live. And that's just mind-boggling, even in a diverse city like, like Vancouver, in a diverse country like Canada. And it's still happening. Uh, yeah, I'm all over the place too, but I want to get out as many words out there as possible. And I really don't think the NHL, the MLB, like all sports, like I don't even want to watch it anymore, like right now. There, there's bigger issues out here. Black lives matter. And if you don't agree with that, you're not getting the message. It just, oh man. It's just way bigger than sports. Way, way bigger. And do you want to live in a world where where you're being discriminated or treated unfairly because of the color of your skin? Do you want your, like, I don't want my children to live in a world like that. And thankfully as a minority myself, I have never experienced any racial abuse or anything like that. Thank God. But I can't speak for those who have, but I sympathize with those who have. And it's insane. Like, 2020 we need we need to come together and put up and fight to end this there's like no vaccine there's no like vaccine or like special magic cure for racism and for people who don't believe that it exists in this society you need to educate yourself it's this is just this is not good like sports yeah, sports is supposed to be a distraction. You're missing the point. 
I'd, I'd also like to add in the NHL was fucking embarrassing. Oh, oh um, yes. The, it, the it little, were. the little amount that they put in, um, you have, I don't know. I, you must have saw, you might saw I tweeted, uh, I, I said like the NHL, how many kids growing up, um, you, you hear the stories from, from the minorities in the NHL, um, Evander Kane, uh, Joel Ward spoken about it, Akeem Alou, obviously, with these big um, situations. I mean, if you have the opportunity to play another professional sport um, or play in the NHL, it's like, which one would you choose? The one where you're repeatedly racially profiled in hockey because it's a white man's sport. And I'm quoting my air, I'm air quoting there because, you know, hockey comes up with this, you know, hockey's for everyone. Right. Um, and, and it really isn't. Um, and I've said this for a long time. Um, their big thing with the, you know, hockey's for everybody referring to the LGBTQ um, community. It's not because you basic, your players basically were joking um that they wouldn't wear the tape, right? Because they'd be getting shirt by their teammates, which is BS. Um, you know, how many, there, there's gay hockey players in the league and there's no problem with that. Um, but again, like, it's silly that the hockey culture, again, where we're talking about that, basically prevents any of these guys from actually speaking about legitimately societal issues in the world. Um, I forget who it was. It was somebody in the Bruins wanted to talk about climate change issues, right? And um, then all of a sudden he was referred to as, you know, a distraction. Um, and uh, I think it was JT Brown raised his fist, right? Uh, during the anthem, um, distraction. But then you have a guy like Tony D'Angelo, who's a racist, um, a homophobe. And uh, let's say he supports somebody in the U.S., um, and he's not a distraction at all, right? Uh, that's, that's not right in my opinion. And the NHL did the absolute bare minimum in, in, in getting their players to, to actually, you know, a, 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 a moment of silence saying end racism. That's nothing. That That's brutal. Um, the NHL markets their products so poorly and it's, it's embarrassing right? Like, I love hockey. I almost, I'm almost at the point that I love hockey and hate the NHL in that aspect. Anyways. Yeah, it's, the NHL did an awful job. Like, moment of silence and racism on the Jumbotron. That's it. That's, like, they could have done so much more. Like, postpone the games for crying out loud. Sure, the Canucks are in the playoffs, and it's they've been fun to watch, but I don't feel like do, watching them right now. I don't even feel like watching any sport. It, it, not until we come together as one and use our platforms to create change here. Like in tw- the year 2020, we're still being judged by the color of our skins. Black people are still being shot because of their skin it's it's crazy and this is a this is going to be controversial for some of you we might lose followers or we might lose listeners well 
we won't miss you, but try and get try and get educated about these issues. We still are. And sorry if um we this little thing was a little kind of kind of crappy, but we wanted to use our platform to get to make our voices heard and create change. Racism needs racism. I can't even fathom that it still exists in the year 2020. I like to believe that that doesn't, but it still does. This is bigger than sports. The games must stop. Black Lives Matter.